Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us this morning as we continue to discuss God's Word. But before we jump into all the good action, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for today, God, and for another opportunity to grow in our relationship with you, Lord, to draw closer to you, Lord, and to discover the deeper things that you have for us, God, to bring us to the next level, Lord, to equip us for the next mission, Lord, to just fill us, Lord, and to have it overflowing, God. And we thank you that you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies, Lord. And on that table is laid every provision, everything that we need, God, and we can take from it freely, Lord, and that you offer it freely, God. So we just thank you for it, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love that, Layla, in your prayer about action was wonderful because there is a lot of action in the scripture if we would take the time to realize it and recognize it. Um, for those of you that are just joining us, we are discussing Christ, uh, Jesus, our Messiah, and his death, burial, and resurrection. Because we, there is, is such a vital and important part, it is really the, the central focus to why we believe. If he was not, did not die, was not buried, and then the key part is the resurrection, then what are we believing in? But he has. And in celebration of his work, redeeming work on the cross, and the upcoming Passover and Resurrection Sunday, we are discussing mm-hmm. as we have been led mm-hmm. and honey yes um really the whole process that jesus went through during this segment um when you can see where the father changed gears and he said um that all things were in jesus's hands at this time like Amen. he was able to um manage and govern the situation according to what god had, the father had already told him but when we look back at Isaiah 53, where he talks about by his stripes we were healed, that happened before his death. So the stripes he took on his back has a placement in our life. That's where our healing comes from. The um, him being betrayed that we get we gain from that. That's a part of our salvation package. All of those things, and even unto us being raised again with him and having the opportunity to partake of sonship. By believing in him, all of that he did has a place in mm-hmm. the the salvation package, if you will. What's a part of our covenant in believing on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's all important at all. And that you weren't saying that it wasn't important. <laughs> but it's all important and it all has a specific place in the plan of God and what it means to the life of the believer. Mm-hmm. So I, I want us to make sure that we are taking in all of it. Let us not forget any of the benefits Amen. that belong to us as believers in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and ones who trust in his name. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and now, so for the listeners, we 
ended the last podcast, we were still discussing the Passover feast, the celebration, right? And the Lord instituting the Last Supper. Now, depending on which gospel you're looking at, it's real easy to see or to think that it was just instituting the supper and was typically referred to for the communion. And then they left. And then he's betrayed, right? But that's not what happened. Our God is a God of relationships. First with himself as he's desired from the beginning and then also with each other. And that Jesus, we would have relationship with that, him. That we would have he, relationship with him. And then we would be in relationship with each other. One Absolutely. with the Father and one in the body. We talked about the, the washing of the feet. And he asked, right, he, he ends that by saying that you should do this for each other. Right? Yes. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Help keep each other clean, unstained, unblemished from the world. Pure in him. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We can't do that if we are, I'll say, walking in sin, willfully walking in sin. If we choose, like Jesus did, to not receive the grace that was extended to him, even in the moment, even after he had, I'll say, it says the devil had entered him, right? Mm-hmm. He yes. had given the enemy a foothold in his life through sin, willful sin and disobedience. So we need to watch ourselves. But I also want to want to point this out because while we hold these, I'll say, fathers in the faith in, in such high esteem, right? When you look at Hebrews eleven and and like even the disciples, right? They got to walk with Christ. Yes. Well, guess what? We're walking with Christ. Amen. And there's no difference here, and I, and Amen. and I say that by looking at. Let's look at this, you know, very quickly. This is a celebration. It was a feast. It looks no different than you or I having a, a family meal, right? Yes. So, so, of course, Judas would not receive the, the work that the Lord had done to cleanse him, to purify him like he did all the other disciples. Mm-hmm. The Lord still extended the grace, but he wouldn't receive it. So he leaves, right? Yes. And then... Well, wait, just like a, a family, now you have the disciples arguing about who's greater. Right? Uh, you can see that in Matthew 26. You, and you can also see that in Luke 22, beginning of verse 24, right? And, and yes. talking about the future place in the kingdom and all that, right? And then if we go back to, to John 13, right? The Lord is, brings it back and he's still educating them. He's still teaching. He's still instructing. And he talks about the new commandment he gives them, which is to love, right? Yes. Love one another as I have loved you. There's even more discussion. Talking about, uh, and prophetically, saying to Peter, you're going to deny me. Right? But then he's also teaching them about himself. And like these are immense, uh, just heavy, weighty, but great chapters. I mean, all the word is great. Right? But when we get to like chapters of John 14 um, and 15, he's, and even 16, he's teaching them about himself, how he's the way, the truth, and the life, right? He, he yeah. is instructing them about the helper that he's going to send, the Holy Spirit, right? About how his gift is of peace. 
in chapter 15 about how he's the true vine. He's still instructing them. And what's he doing? They've gotten to a place of enough maturity, right, at the end of the three to three and a half years of Christ's earthly ministry and their time with him, that they are able to, to get to receive, that he can impart this word to them and this additional instruction. It was always written, but they weren't at a place of maturity where they could yet understand it, right? Yes. So he, Christ is still, still educating and instructing. And not only that, but he's even praying for them, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, in chapter 16, he, he, he's, I'll say, prophesying and predicting about his is, John uh, chapter 16, any? John chapter 16, okay. yes, about his rejection. He's educating them on the work of the Holy Spirit and the per- point and purpose. He's, he's also helping them to understand that he's already overcome the world, right? Yes. And then there's, there's prayer, chapter right? The high priestly prayer. It is not clear whether this happened in the garden or that this happened at the meal or during the walk to the garden, right? It's not clear. But there was even a, a part where they grabbed supplies to leave. And that, you find that in Luke and I believe in Mark. But Jesus prays for himself and he prays for his disciples and he prays for future believers. And that may have happened at the garden, but he was already doing these things. And... Then we get to, he's in the garden and trying to encourage his disciples to, to pray with them, with him. But there's rejection. Right? They, they can't stay awake. The flesh had taken over, right? Yes. You, you could almost say, if you will, that they were inundated with information, right? Because there's a lot to happen here. But you see the, I'll say the humanity of Christ, but also the disciples there are people just like you and i mm-hmm. right with their own yes. struggles it's like we do they're not to be worshiped sure we give them reverence if you will for their place uh, not reverence honor for their place in the body but it should be the same honor that i give any other believer in christ and by in christ i mean that's doing the will of the father mm-hmm. that matters it's important mm-hmm. So just as an overview, I, I want people to, to see and understand that. There's no difference with, I'll say today, with us, as it was with them. There are just things they didn't understand, right? Things that they, they weren't sure about, but they just had faith and trusted the Lord and allowed the Holy Spirit to minister to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we get fire hosed, Right? If you will, and, yes. and by that I mean you just mean a lot of information coming at all at one time. You see a lot happened there, but it was necessary and it was important so they could have, I'll say, time to process these things, right? Yes. But I want to focus today on Christ's uh, betrayal, arrest, and what he suffered. So could I get a volunteer to read? We'll start in John 18, 1 through 14, please. Mm -hmm. 
I'll read that. All right, Charles. John 18, 1 through 14. Yes, please. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the book drawn, for there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often went there with his disciples, often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way, that the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Then the detachment of troops and the captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. And they led him away to Ananias for Annas first, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was, chief, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient, expedient that no man should die. That one, for, man. that one man should die for the people. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to stop there. Um, can get a volunteer to go to Luke twenty-two. Okay. And read from verses sixty-six through seventy-one, please. I will do that. Sixty-six through. You got a promise. Oh, you got it, sweetheart. Yes, mommy. Okay, honey. Well, read it, sir. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will by no means believe. And if I ask you, you you will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then they, then they all said, "Are you, are you then the Son of God?" So he, so he said to them, "You are right. You rightly say that I am." And they said, "What further testimony do we need? For we have heard, 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 heard it ourselves from his own mouth." <laughs> and could I also have someone read from Matthew twenty-six? 57 through 68, please. I will read that. Tell me the verses again, baby. Uh, Matthew 26, verses 57 through... Hold on, let me get there. 68, please. 57 through 68, sure. And those who had laid hold of Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance to the high priest's courtyard. And he went in and sat with the servants 
to see the end. Now the chief priests, the elders, and all the council sought false testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. But at last two false witnesses came forward and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said to him, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? And Jesus kept silent. And the high priest answered and said to him, I put you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, It is as you said, Nevertheless, I say to you, Hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Look, now you have heard his blasphemy. Blasphemy. What do you think? They answered and said, He is deserving of death. Then they spat in his face and beat him. And others struck him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy to us, Christ. Who is the one who struck you? Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. I'm sorry, I read one more verse extra. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. I was, I was interested. So, I was so interested. yes, and that, that's the part where Peter denies Christ three times. Mm-hmm. That, that's where that gets to, um, which is important. It is important for us. However, uh, I just feel led to just focus on Christ. Amen. And, and what he endured and suffered even long before he got to the cross. What we didn't cover in his prayers in the garden was that at how he was, I'll say, aligning his will with the Father's will. Amen. And wrestled with it so much that he even sweat drops of blood. One of the seven different times in this process where he shed his blood for us. It happened many times before the cross. We were just reading about it when he's arrested and brought before the the Sanhedrin. And how they're beating him and mocking him and and pulling out his beard and so many different things Spitting in his face. Exactly. And and which I mean goes all the way back, if you will. Um, what did said to Miriam exactly? Said to Miriam, spat in her face. She would have been unclean for what was it, seven days? For seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it held up the entirety of the children of Israel in the wilderness. They they knew Jesus was holy, and now they were defiling him. Exactly. But so the floor is open, and it has been open. I forgive me for not saying that plainly. Um, for anyone to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to them uh, in any part of this. Or, or we continue to move forward because there is still Jesus before Pilate and and the events that happened there. I, I just wanted to, something that always stands out to me um, in these scriptures was back in John chapter 18. Um, we had read previously that the, the Father had placed all things in his hands. In Jesus's hands and when they were looking for him um, they you know they come up with the troop in the crowd and everybody trying to arrest him as though they had some power or ability and Jesus said who are you seeking and they went back they drew back and fell to the ground when he said I am he and just the power of God and he he referenced um, previously that no man takes his life 
but that he lays it down willingly. And that's what we have in him. No man has the ability to take your life. They don't have the right to touch you. You are the anointed of God as well. And not because we're in Jesus's place, but we have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead living on the inside of us. And I always love to see the majesty of our God. He willingly chose to lay down his life. The devil didn't beat him and and trick him out of it or strip him or any of those things. The people could not even touch him prior to the time when Jesus willingly said, okay, I'm ready. Mm. Now we can move forward in this. And it just, again, for me, reaffirms and strengthens that God is superior. The God we serve is alive and well. He reigns, he rules, and he is superior. And there's nothing that Satan can do to overthrow or topple God. Even when people are disobedient and cooperating with the adversary, Jesus still reigns. Mm-hmm. So I like Jesus muscles. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's about changing our perspective, right? Just because Jesus was silent and he willingly chose to go to, I'll say, the slaughterhouse or to be slaughtered, didn't mean he was weak. Actually, that shows strength. When you're mm-hmm. uh, the God of all creation, heaven and earth and everything they're in, and, and he just went silent. When when just him saying, I am, mm. causes everyone to fall down. Power <laughs> right? That they couldn't even stand. And he just willingly went. Well, just don't miss I am. We could spend a lot of time yes, talking about amen. that. Amen to that. I am, right? Yes, And Moses said, who should I tell them has sent me and say, I am, yeah. right? So there was, a, there was a lot to the I am. And so um, not to digress, but be fun, little side, little study for anybody that's listening. Get Absolutely. into I am. It's, it's, it's there. It was, it's a declaration of Almighty God. It's, Amen. it's a thundering voice. Absolutely. I am the God who created everything. Amen. Just, we, could, we could sit here and start praising. I just, Amen. Because he is, <laughs> he and he sure is worthy is. of it all, and he Amen is so glorious. Yes, he And is. he deserves all the praise and all the honor. Hallelujah. Amen oh, to that. God, you're so awesome. But, but as you were saying, it's just, it's his, just his word, right? Whether him, it's him saying, I am, or it was him saying, I could call down 12 legions of angels like, and be out of here. And that would be the end of humanity on the entirety of the earth. If one angel, back when Sennacherib was was king and Israel was besieged, one angel in one night took out 185,000 leaders, just the leaders, 12 legions of angels. And if you study that out, a Roman legion was somewhere between two and 6,000 angels, 12 of those. I mean, that is the end of, of civilization. But he didn't need that. But, well, I, mean, but, I mean, he. This is the same God yeah. who created everything. Absolutely. Right? Who said, "Let it be," and there all these was. stars and all these suns with how many million megatons of nuclear power in each one of them, and he just said, "Boop." It was. I mean, exactly. Just by it just, so it's just that he's not weak. He's Amen. not powerless. Yeah. Was never was. No. Never was. He chose to be willing to the Father, and do. The thing that he had already determined to do since the beginning mm-hmm. and the foundation of the earth before that, so that we could enter into his grace and his mercy and have eternal life with him. And what a mighty God we serve. 
Amen. 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 Sometimes as believers, we go, oh, we're just a worm in the dirt, and we feel like we're beneath, and we're not. We serve the true and living God, that literally at his word, I am. And, and he said what? We are joint heirs Amen. with Christ. Like, wrap Amen. your mind around that. But his I am is still speaking. Amen. And greater things you will do. Exactly. Come on what? now. We what? are not it's, weak. No. <laughs> we are not left no. abandoned. Yeah. We are not left behind. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. He gave us his name to go and carry on and do the works that he did and greater. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, I imagine myself like when when I was little, my dad would come home and, you know, he'd, he'd go, ah, and we'd be like, oh, daddy, yay. And, you know, jump up from the behind the door to, to, to surprise him and things like that. And then he'd hold his arm out, like flexing his muscle, like flexing his bicep. And then we'd jump on there and hang on it. And he'd hold us up and laugh. And, oh, and I thought my dad was <laughs> the biggest muscly strongest man in the world and when i read and understand who my lord is i hang on his muscles i'm like oh thank you yeah daddy i'm so excited because this is our lord and savior this is our god who we serve and this is our inheritance in him mm-hmm. and then when he asks us to in his footsteps lay down our life for our friends to lay down our lives for our fellow believers, to lay down our life to pursue him and follow his will, that is strength. James said the one who could bridle his tongue, right? Yes, and Solomon. The one who could tame his tongue could control his whole body. Mm -hmm. And here our Lord and Savior demonstrates every bit of strength and power, both the glorious that makes you hang on his muscles and go, yay, daddy, yay, Jesus, woo! And I could put all my weight on it and he could still hold his arm up and carry me and it didn't even take an ounce of his strength. But then we see the, the humble side of his strength. I love it. Amen. I love it. All of God, all of Jesus is amazing. <laughs> Amen. Um, I want to continue our discussion, but sure. can I get a volunteer to read from Matthew 27? Um. So in Matthew 27, it begins with Jesus being handed over to Pontius Pilate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from verse 11 of Matthew 27 to verse 31. Matthew 27, 11? I yes. All right, brother. Matthew 27, 11 through 21? 31. 31. Yes. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one a prisoner that they wanted, and they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, a pilot said to them, Who do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife had sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. 
Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered him, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus in the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his heads, and put a reed in his right hand, and kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him, and took the reed, and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, and put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Wow. So much suffering. All for me. All for you. <laughs> Amen. And all for free. Amen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Talk about a debt you cannot repay. And doesn't end there. And, and I think we need to, I'll say, complete this. Uh, can I get a volunteer to read from Luke 23? Uh, Luke chapter 23. I will. From verse 26 through the end of the chapter. I will. All right, sir. Now as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon a Korean, wait, Cyrian, who was coming from the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of the people followed him. And women who also mourned and lamented over him. But Jesus turned, turning to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren wombs that never bore, and the breasts and breasts that never nursed. Then they shall be and then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in the green wood, will be done in the dry. There there were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Mm. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And the inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. This is, sorry. Then one of the criminals who were hanged, hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other, but the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we received the due reward for of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. 
Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be, me with, be with me in paradise. Now, now it was about the sixth hour, and there is darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out in a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. But when the centurion saw that what hap- saw what had happened, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And the whole crowd who came together to see the- to that sight, seeing what had been done, beat their breasts and returned. But all his acquaintances and the woman who followed him from Galilee stood at a distance, watching these things. Now a man, now behold, there was a man named Joseph, a council member, a good and just man. He had not consented to, your, to their decision and deed. He was from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who himself was also writing for the king, waiting for the king of God. Mm. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen, and laid it in a tomb that was hewn out of the rock where no one had ever lain before that day was it that day was the preparation the sabbath and the sabbath drew near and the women who had come to him from galilee followed after and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils and they rested on the sabbath according to the commandment amen Amen. So much pain and suffering and for you and me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know that there's a whole lot to comment on. Like, I think we just needed to read it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Did this for me, but for you too. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't forget it. We should receive it, his gifts, his grace that he gave us, that we access through faith, that he did because of his love, because he is love, and because he loved us. Not because we did anything to deserve it. There's nothing we could do. He just gave it while we were actually enemies against him. He willingly and freely did it for you and me. Amen. Let's all pause there for today. Um, Let the Holy Spirit minister to you of, of this. It's not just a story. This is a an actual event that happened so we could spend eternity with him. Amen. Amen. Can I get Amen. a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Well, I just thank you for today and just thank you for just giving us an opportunity to come back to you and that we don't stay inside our sin, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for 
just not hesitating to give your life so that we could be with you. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.